Hey everyone, welcome to Hosted. This is a show where we get to flip the script a little bit and talk to hosts who are typically on the other side of the microphone, asking the questions, navigating the conversation. And today I have JD Lopez with me and he has been podcasting for a very long time. He thinks he's he thinks he's late to the game, but I think he was early to the game. So we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little bit. He kind of sits amongst the, um, I guess, the Rushmores of the the podcasting world. So welcome, JD. Hello. Thank you so much. It's very flattering. Um, <laughs> it's nice. You know, I think it is like, a, you know, you just got to kind of stay in the game. You know, I think uh, um, it's the guy who used to host a late night show uh, after Johnny Carson. He talks about just staying in line. Jay basically. Leno? Yeah, Jay Leno has this whole thing about just staying in line, you know, with, for comedy or whatever you're doing. As long as, and if someone else gets out, out of line, then you move up. You can move up a step, you know, your step closer. So I think, you know, just staying in the game, you know, for as long as I have, you know, then then people start to respect you when you get the numbers, you know. Like I've done, yeah. uh, you know, over 100 podcasts. Then people are really, you know. You're reaching a certain echelon, I I think, you know. Yeah, you but definitely sure have. at the, yeah, I think it. I think I could safely say it's the longest running com Denver comedy podcast. You know, a lot I of categories in podcasting. There are, and I think I think that is a that is a safe assumption. I mean, we're we're talking 2013, 2014. You have 255 episodes under your belt now, and how did you even get started? Like what even brought you to the place where you're like, you know what, I'm just going to start, I'm going to get a microphone. I'm going to start inviting guests in. Cause it was, you started in a studio, right? Was it in your basement? Yeah. In my basement. Yeah. Yeah. Very, um, Mark Marin esque yeah. you know, he had the garage. I had my basement. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I started doing stand up comedy around the same time, you know, but I was, I was more of a fan of podcasts. You know, I mean, I was just a big fan. I listened to a bunch. You know, I was listening to Adam Carolla, Nerdist, Marin, you know, a lot of Rogan. <laughs> He's a little more divisive these days, but back in the, you know, he was just a comic doing, yeah. talking into a microphone. So, uh, yeah, I was just a big fan, really enjoyed it. And I got uh, my student loans that year for college. And I was like, I'm going to buy improv classes or I'm going to buy some microphones and recording equipment. <laughs> did you do and, both or did you just go one direction? Oh, one direction. Uh, <laughs> great band. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I bought all the recording equipment first and then, uh, I took a couple of improv classes later at the bovine, no longer around, sadly. It's yeah. a Denver based improv school. Yeah. When did that, when did that shutter? Was that like, they, they're uh, still around. They're doing corporate stuff now. They only do like corporate, um, classes and shows now they teach yeah. corporately. That's like a hot thing, isn't it? That? That's so interesting, right? Everyone just improv. Can, be, can be funny. Um, well, improv, I think they gear towards more being in the moment than quote unquote being funny. You Got know, it. humor can come from being in the moment. That's you know, when you take the improv class, when you read uh Clearly, I need book, to take the improv I can't class. The name right now. <laughs> yeah, you gotta sign up for the bovines class. <laughs> uh not uh, not sponsored by the bovine which I would love. That would have been great. But uh, 
Oh, uh, Truth and Comedy is the name of the book. Yeah. All right. We'll have to check and that out. And that's where humor comes from. And I do like that. I, I think I take a lot of that into my hosting, uh, how my approach to hosting is being in the moment, trying to just listen to the guests and follow my uh, interests there. So when you were bringing guests on your show, were they people in your network or were people getting introduced to you? And how did that all work out? Yeah, it started out uh, me just doing, uh, going out to open mics thing, uh, trying to get the bigger name comics in town, you know, that I like. And they're like, oh, who's this dingus doing a podcast? I mean, that was a something they called me, dingus. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll do your little podcast, you know, and they would. And it's it's hard to be like, hey, uh, hey, guy, I just met or woman. Uh I uh, come to my basement and record with me. I know we just met, but I think it's going to be great. <laughs> Did and, you have people turn you down? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plenty of people say like, no, no, thank you. Uh, it's rarer than you'd think because with comics, I mean, they're they're all about self-marketing. You know, they want to talk. They want to hear themselves talk. Very narcissistic bunch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Turns out actually most people are. Yeah, yeah, no. you know, you do get uh, a lot more people willing to do it than you think, but also it is surprising the people that say no, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or have you been able to kind of circle back around, like once you established yourself, and you know, people determined that you weren't just trying to like get them into your basement, and who knows no, what you're going to do? No, like- I I, uh, I hold a grudge, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm motivated by spite, which uh, any <laughs> long member of the brain trust knows. Yeah, that's my main motivation. So once you say no to me, you're out. You're dead to me, baby. Noted. Noted. And everyone who's listening <laughs> should be paying attention to this. JD's got a list. <laughs> yeah. Checking it. <laughs> cool. So, uh, you know, just when you are bringing guests on your show, it, it sounds like you just you just go. You just have a conversation. Do you prep yourself? Like what kind of, what are you doing before you bring somebody into the basement? Um, if there's somebody who has uh, some material I can watch, like a YouTube, uh, you know, minute, five minute set, I'll do that. If they've been on other podcasts, it's not hard for me to look them up and listen because I said I, I really enjoy listening. I mean, most of the time I have my headphones in while I'm doing the dishes or whatever, working, you know, just listening to podcasts. And uh, I don't know if you've gotten to this point with podcasts, but I listen to everything on two times the speed. So I'm, you know, yep. I'm getting it in. I'm getting it in. Uh, and, um, yeah, well, that's, that's the, the bulk of what I'll do, but I, I came from the, I start off listening to Nerdist back in the day and he just rolls right into it. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I hit record right away and we're, we're going, you know? Yeah. We really messed up our, our recording here. We so had a we, great, we had intro. a good Everybody conversation and, and mean, nobody got to hear it. Life changing, you know? Less really a bird for me. I'm going to make <laughs> yeah. sure that I'm, I have record running as soon as mm. I get on the call. Um, and you know, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, you talk about two times the speed because I, sometimes I forget, like I've gotten used to listening to things that way and I'll be in my car and somebody will get in my car and it alarms them. The two oh, times Oh yeah. Yeah. To hear like situation. the chipmunk. Yeah. Type, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're like, what the hell I can't go are back. you listening to? I know. Same. I, it's like everyone's uh, stuck in molasses if I'm listening to something on regular <laughs> speed. I can't do it. They have marshmallows in their mouth. What is happening? <laughs> <You know. laughs> 
Cool. So did I answer the question? Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> okay. I think you did. You were we were basically talking about preparing for an interview, and you just kind right. of you know you prepare a little bit, but really you're just having a conversation. Have you ever mm-hmm. had to? You know, it's not everyone is real comfortable. I mean, it sounds like you're mostly interviewing musicians, artists, comedians, folks here in Denver, creative types, but not everyone is comfortable with a microphone in front of their face. So have you mastered the art of getting people to just get comfy and settle in? Or have you had some awkward interviews? Oh yeah. I definitely have a handful of things I haven't put out. (laughs) You know, I think people are really surprised to hear that, but it's like, no, if I don't think it's, you know, good or worth it, or, you know, so maybe that guest was going through something. Like I had a comic on who, you know, didn't want to talk about their sobriety, but had just been sober for like a week. And the, the, the conversation was very all over the place, very sporadic. And then it wasn't until the end that they were like, oh yeah, I haven't been drinking. And I was like, oh, okay, this totally makes sense now. You know, like the, the conversation didn't really have a through line. We were all over the place. It was uncomfortable. Uh, and I just didn't put it out. Cause you know, it's like, this just wasn't, a uh, wasn't presenting the guests in the, the best light, you know? So I want to have a good product. I want, I, I try really hard to make the guests comfortable. I think starting off like, Hey, we're just having a conversation, a free flowing thing, recording, starting to record right off the bat, not having a super official start is uh, something I do to try and make the guest trick them into being comfortable in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people do get really weird when you put a mic in their face, they don't like it. They and don't. yeah, they, they clam up. Um, and it's hard. Each one's a little different, you know, each one, you gotta try and figure out a new way to, uh, get them to open up. And usually, I mean, something that, you know, as, as you podcast more, it might not be till 45 minutes in an hour and a half into the podcast. And you're like, I can't, I can't listen to this for three hours or whatever, but it's like, well, we didn't get to some of the, the best stuff until the 45 minute mark, but we had to have that whole conversation leading up for them to feel and to have the context for, to get into what we did at the end. And, you know, I'm a big a component or not component, <laughs> wrong word. Proponent. I can't, yeah. Proponent. Thank you. Of, uh, you know, the podcast goes as long as it's going to go, you know, it has its mm-hmm. own life and it's, you know, just having a conversation is its own, uh, you know, kind of improv thing right there. It's own art really. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because that was something talking about getting people comfortable. That seems to be a common thread amongst a lot of the hosts that I talk to is breaking people down and it does take some time, you know, usually like breaking a them ra- down. Wow. I know. Sorry. That, that even was, that wording was, a, is, is was aggressive. Telling. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if that's your style, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm expecting this one to get broken down at about minute 45. <laughs> no, but you yeah, we're really going to get it. <laughs> like, get people comfortable. Like let them, I don't know. It's just like you have to, unless you know someone, if you're friends with them and you've you've had a lot of conversations and you can kind of jump right into it. But a lot of times in podcasting, you're meeting these people for the very first time. There's just this dance that you have in the beginning until you both feel comfortable and then you start to get to the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's its own, uh, a live thing. You know, the guest has to be giving, I have to be giving, we both have to be, you know, receptive, wanting to play. I was actually just talking, I had a podcast I was doing before this and I was like, he was asking me about this podcast and I was like, I don't know if she's willing to play, then I think it'll be fun. If not, then, you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we may you not know. publish it. 
Well, yes. yeah, you know, that's always a possibility. <laughs> um, I did have a, a comic on, I was just asking people like at, at the beginning, oh, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Just, I thought that was a way to like break the ice, you know, yeah. and she clammed up at that point. Then she's like, oh my God, what do you mean? What do you, what were you going to ask? What do you want to ask? And like that ruined the whole conversation. That's one of the ones I never didn't put out because she was so nervous the whole time. Thought I was trying to do a, I gotcha thing. Yeah. And, uh, that, and it just got uh, her I head spinning. That. I stopped doing that after, uh, after that experience. I was like, it's just not worth it. Cause if we, if I've had comics be like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Then I have to cut around it, which is unfortunate. Cause I mean, like, like that's the real stuff. That's the stuff you want to talk about. I mean, you know, I get, we all have a, want to maintain certain levels of privacy, but also there, that's the juice. That's, that's the stuff the I want to get to the real shit. Yeah, and that's what makes podcasting cool, right? Like, it's like the yeah. one medium that I feel like people get real. They get vulnerable, you know? It's it's like the, that's why I enjoy listening to them because I get to hear the real stuff. It's not like, yeah, I've seen this person a million times, but I've never seen the real side of them or hear the real side of them. Yeah, yeah. They're in your ears. Yeah, they're in your ears. Very intimate, yeah. And you've spun off now. So you have you have the podcast Left Hand Right Brain, which you've had for quite some time, but you've got other things going on. And how did you how did those break off? I know that one, like let's get drunk and, and talk about your marriage. Is that right? Is that wedding. The name? Wedding. Wedding. All right, yeah. marriage. Let's get drunk wedding. and talk about your wedding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's your that's your wife's podcast, right? Wife and a yes. friend. Okay. And I met my wife through doing the podcast. Really? Yeah. A guest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were doing this. Uh, it was called Appetites at the time. And it was, you know, it's just people following their passions. We went to the Betsy stage, which was a theater company. And my wife was in the play. And uh, we had one mutual friend, the co-host of that was a mutual friend. And that's how we, we uh, met, really. Was it a way to just to start a conversation where you're like, Hey, like a pickup line. I think there is a certain level of like, okay, I'm in charge here. You know, like I got the mic and I got all the equipment and I'm working it and I'm like, no, no, get a little closer to the mic. Okay. It can't be quiet while she talks. Cause I gotta get the level right over here. You know, there's, there's like this idea of like, you know, I've just, there's a level of competency that I think, you know, maybe <laughs> made me a little more attractive than uh, if I would have just, you know, been a, a, I don't know not have been doing that, which I did think, you know, gave me a step up, you know, and then yeah. you know, having the mutual friend through the, through the podcast. That's, uh, that was also but, nice. Yeah. Friend of a friend's a always a good, a good one. Yeah. It's always good to have somebody put in a good word for you for sure. Yeah, Especially yeah, when yeah. you're inviting people into your basement. Yeah. Yeah. That one was on location. We went to the theater. And that was oh, fun. good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So tell me about the other podcasts you've got going on. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I've met a lot of cool people doing the podcast. That's always a, a plus when you meet a, a kindred spirit, someone who loves podcasting or just talking as much as you do. Um, uh, but a couple of buddies of mine who also do comedy, Andreas Besserell and Patrick Scott, we started doing Los Chupacabros, which is uh, just kind of, I always say it's just a silly goose time with me and mm, podcast pals, you know? <laughs> so that's, uh, that's one just one, just wanted to have some fun. Do you friends, bring you know, guests on be, or is it just the three no, of you? No, not really. Yeah, it's usually yeah. just the three of us. Uh, right now, it's kind of just like a rotating, you know, my podcast pals at this time because they both have kids. You know, it's hard. It's hard when you have a co-host, you know. It uh, is. Well, to a, keep that the timing. You, yeah. you have to, yeah. that synergy of calendars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and I just, you know, it is like a relationship in a way. I keep saying like they, 
one of them kind of ghosted us and the other one, you know, it's the pod is in transition right now because uh, one of them's uh, about to have another kid. So he's like, I can't get there as frequently. So now I'm just kind of podding around, you know, seeing if anyone fits, you know, having a good time. You know, I was joking around saying it's return of the pod Mac last time. I'm just getting different friends on to have a fun time. That's a lot shorter one. I want to keep it short and sweet, put that one out just to have fun. You know, not really, uh, um, as tied to this idea of like creativity, like uh, an exploration of creativity, which left hand, right brain is, you know, sure. and then uh, let's get drunk and talk about your way. My wife uh, just having fun planning our wedding with our friend, Jen. And they were like, this is a podcast. Let's try it. And so we started recording that and we've been putting them out ever since. Um, and now I have other comics, you know, I've established enough of a, a name for myself as like, you know, someone who loves podcasting that, uh, Another comic reached out, Katie Bowman, and we're doing uh, Help Me, I'm Scared, which is a yeah. horror film review podcast now. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited to get that stuff going, you know. Did that spiral uh, from an interview with Katie? Is I've that a topic on... that you were talking about with her? No, not necessarily. But I've, I mean, I've had her on a, a multiple times to the podcast, and uh, it's just someone I enjoy talking to as well. And uh, um, she was saying she wanted to start a podcast and, you know, I threw my hat in the ring with like, Hey, we could produce it, you know? And, uh, she likes horror movies. The kind of the whole gimmick is, you know, I'm a producer, but I'm kind of the Jamie, you know, like Joe Rogan, you know, he has his yeah, producer, yeah, Jamie, who, yeah. who will chime in every now and then. And I, I kind of do that role part. And she's like the whole, kind of a gimmicky, like JD hates podcast or <laughs> scary movies. I am a big scaredy cat. And she's like, I'm trying to win him over kind of a thing. And so you know, we have fun with it. Does she have guests on? Yes, she'll have a uh, comedians, whoever, uh, whoever wants to talk about a horror movie, really, because <laughs> she she loves talking about horror movies, and it's apparently hard to find people who. It uh, is. Who it's like a them. super small group. We actually I have somebody that I work with that's like in love with horror movies, so we need to connect the two of them because I actually oh, think they yeah. would have a really good conversation. But you yeah, can dig yeah. in pretty deep. Like I'll listen to some conversations. And it's shocking to me, like how you can, how many layers you can peel back in horror movies. Like most of the time, I'm just like hands covered face. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it over? Exactly, is that scene yeah. over yet? But yeah, it's, it's impressive. That's really cool. So when, um, like help me, I'm scared. How many times a month, a week? Like what is that publishing Twice schedule? Twice a month. Okay. Yeah, Twice a month. And, and they're, they're grinds. Podcasts are a grind that you do not think about until you're doing it. I mean, you got to constantly book guests. You're out there marketing, you know, every, every conversation you're like, should I be saving this for the podcast? Is this content? You know, there's always yeah. a, you know, it, it's a grind. Have you figured out some good, good processes along the way to make it less of a grind? Cause you've, you know, this is, you you're dedicated. I mean, you're in it, you're doing this and you've been doing it for a while. So you love it, but it's yes. a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I edit it all myself. You know, I do all that work, which I, there's mostly, mostly the control freak in me. Uh, I want to do all that stuff, but uh, um, no, I, don't, I think I could maybe do better with that. Cause I have taken long hiatuses for a while, you know, it, uh, yeah. you know, I should be in the three hundreds really, if I was consistently putting them out weekly, you know, but you know, you got to take that time for your mental health. You got to recharge, you know? things like that, but I've always enjoyed having a good conversation. So that's always what I come back to, you know, and then the editing and putting it out and the, you know, putting posting it on social media stuff. That's all the work, you know, part that goes into it. But uh, no, no, I don't have any tips on how to not, how to keep it from being uh, less of a grind. <laughs> if anyone else does, you know, I've listened to all the, the past podcasts. So, 
you know, hopefully another, I can get a good tip from another guest, you know, maybe outsource it. To, so, uh, I mean, that's uh, what a lot of people do, but it's really hard. And especially if you are, you like to have control over the whole process. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that that is a really, it's a tricky thing to, to let go of. Absolutely. I mean, so when you're taking a hiatus, do you miss it? Oh yeah. 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 There's a, there's a definite, um, lack of just fun conversations. You know, I, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, you can, I, yeah, there's a, there's just something I get from, you know, uh, having a good podcast, having a, you know, fun game we're doing, you know, you find different things in different times that, uh, motivate you, uh, to, you know, just different tools you use to have facilitate good conversations. I mean, when I first started, I would do like Mary fuck kills at the end. I would do like random questions. And right now I'm doing a thing at the end of the podcast where I, uh, uh, we do like a, a pitch for a movie, which Ooh. is fun, you know? Yeah. We're all just working out and everything we, you know, I use stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast to kind of, you know, uh, that feeds into the, the movie pitch, you know? So it's all, you know, you find what motivates you, you know, and it's constantly changing. I go through different eras <laughs> you know yeah oh this is when jd was really into that or this is when jd first went you know it was uh i was taking a directing class and now a question i ask everybody is does art imitate life or does life imitate art you know <laughs> you're like oh yeah I, that was when i took that directing class <laughs> you follow your life journey kind of based on the question yeah yeah, yeah. it really is what what hear jd grow <laughs> really <laughs> You know, when I first started therapy, you could really hear me talking about, oh, therapy's so great. And I love it. I mean, that's something I, I, I still talk about a lot, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hear me grow. That's the whole podcast. Hear you <laughs> the journey grow. Left right brain, yeah. Well, and it's interesting too, JD, because you are, I mean, you're a comedian. You have a lot of creative ventures and outlets, but this must feel something for you that those other things do not. And is it in the conversation? is that the piece? Like what have you determined what it is that makes you continue to do it even when it's a grind? Um, I think it's really the, the real stuff you can get in with too, with a, with a real honest conversation that you can't withstand up, you know, like I've tried to have certain, I do think I'm a better podcaster than I am a comedian. And I've recently come to the conclusion that like, I do think I'm more of a podcaster who does comedy on the side versus the other way around. And, you know, with comedy, all these comedy podcasts you listen to, they're like, this has got to be everything. And I'll be all, if you're not giving it all up to the comedy gods, then get out of here. You know, like you're not going to make it. Um, So a lot of my, my uh, stuff recently has been like, can I be okay with you know, just, you know, being an open micer in the scene and is that going to be enough? And the thing with uh, comedy is like everything is sacrificed to the joke. Everything Mm -hmm. just has to be building to a punchline. Whereas with with the podcasting, it can be a nuanced conversation that has ebbs and flows and, you know, some depressing stuff, some surprisingly funny stuff, some surprisingly, you know, real stuff that that's, like I said, that's the juice right there. That's the stuff that gets, gets me going. And I love that, you know, I don't want to give that up. I think that is, that is really a space where I can shine and I have fun doing it. So, uh, yeah, that's been my journey these past couple of years. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's interesting, especially how you're approaching it. And like when you're listening to comedy podcasts or like you're all in or you're nothing, you know, but really you've kind of carved it out for yourself. Like it's kind of fulfilling that, like you're getting, 
the ups and downs, you know, in the conversation where it's like there's moments that like pull at your heartstrings. There's moments that are like making you roll on the floor laughing and you're able to interject your comedy in it too. So I kind of feel like it's all encompassing for you. Yeah, that perspective is something that uh, has been hard for me to get to recently, but it's been, uh, it, it's nice to take a step back and uh, I feel uh, better about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because I mean, anyone following their passion and uh, with podcasting, you know, you can follow this rut of, you know, listening to people who are hyper successful and have made it and they're so detached from, you know, the process of making it, you know, listening yeah. to Seinfeld talk about his process and he's so far gone from, you know, what it was like to make it, you know, it's like, okay, he can talk about, you have to make this your job or whatever, but also I have to pay bills and da, 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 you know? So it's like, you have to separate a little bit from that and, uh, you know, really define what success is for yourself and things like that. And it's a journey. It's a, just like a good podcast. It's a journey. It is a journey. And if you ever figure it, it's like, as soon as I think that I have it figured out, something else just like punches me in the face. And I'm like, oh, there you are. Yeah, actually, Which I have is, no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, it's life. It's, it's life. life. That's life. Yeah. So when you are, and this is something that I think is really interesting with podcasting. And I talk to a lot of hosts and our clients about but I've been on quite a few podcasts and I've found out so much about myself. I mean, talk about therapy. Like mm. You can get in deep and then you're like, oh my gosh, I've never, you just exposed something about me that I didn't even realize until now. Have you had yourself moments like that during shows? And then have you seen that moment on some of the guests that are like, oof, you got me thinking about something that. Kind of, yeah, if I could send a guest hurts. into an existential crisis at the end, <laughs> I've really done my job. I mean, I feel like hell win. Yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. 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 If uh if Dak Shepard hadn't uh come out with armchair expert, I almost would have uh probably started a <laughs> podcast by with that name as well. Cause I like I, I went to therapy for about seven years with my own personal therapy, started it right around the time I started the podcast. And I took a lot from my own therapy and how like she would just let me talk and ramble. And like, the, I mean, I've experienced uh, guests being like, wow, I've never said that out loud. That sounds so fucked up. I mean, I didn't think that, you know, I can't believe this thing I just held as like a truth internally for so long. And then saying it out loud is like, wow, that sounds so messed up. Like, why would I be living like that? Um, yeah. That, that, that kind of uh, real moment is a, is a, is a gift. And it's, it's a great that I could uh, facilitate that kind of conversation uh, that they're willing to go those to those places. And, uh, I mean, a lot of it's just like stepping back and letting them talk, you know, yeah. I, something I get from my podcast is just be quiet and let them either dig their own grave or figure something out for themselves. You know? <laughs> um, not that I do a lot of gotcha stuff or anything like that. I don't do anything like that, but the, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, just for my therapy, you know, I'll try and point out like things through lines that I see throughout the conversation or things I've seen throughout, you know, you know, with their lives or whatever, they talk about their childhood and what they're doing now. And be like, wow, sounds like you're really motivated by spite <laughs> or whatever, you know, your fear <laughs> of death is really motivating you because everything you've written is about dying. Uh, but yeah, so I think um, a, a big part, what I was getting at is a big part of it is just me being quiet, li active listening, but also just like letting them talk. And then I'll cut out, you know, since I have final edit and stuff, like I'm not afraid to just let the guests 
sit in silence for a little while. And mm-hmm. people do have this need to fill silences. So, you know, they get into some stuff that maybe they wouldn't be as inclined to do if you weren't, if you were just talking nonstop. So, uh, and then I just cut out the silences, you know, so that's, that's, uh, something I enjoy doing as well. You're like, that was really awkward, but now we don't even have to know that that ever existed. Yeah. I never that acknowledge the awkwardness. I just like, cause I know I'm already editing it in my mind. So <laughs> I know how I had to pick it up, you know, or just be like, okay, I'm going to cut that part out. So if I say something here, I can cut that edit or, you know, whatever. I think people would be surprised at how much editing I do do actually versus just putting it out, you know, raw. How much editing do you do? A lot. I mean, I, I, it takes me, I usually say it takes, well, cause I'll record the episode, you know, depending on how many I've got booked that week or whatever, I'll go back and, uh, re-listen to it usually a little bit sped up, but you know, any silences uh, and I've, and I found uh, quicker ways through, you know, editing software to um, expedite the process, you know, like there's, you know, filters you can put on that'll cut out silences automatically, things like that. But sometimes I, I don't think it's a smooth transition because I always prided myself on being able to hide my edits as well, you know? So sometimes that doesn't work because it's like a hard cut, you know? So I'll go back and you know, just listen to the whole, you know, hour 45 and I'll cut it down to, you know, an hour 20, you know, but I mean, I like, I keep a lot of stuff in there, but it's just like the silences, maybe they had to go to the bathroom or whatever, you know, things like that. But, uh, I do. I'm glad that you edit out the bathroom piece. That's (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah. It's important. They they are surprised that uh, there's a recorder in the bathroom, but you know, everything's content, you know, (laughs) No, that makes it sound way creepier. Than that. That, I don't do that, everybody. Just so you know. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, you let me talk. And I know I this is what happens. This is yeah. what happens. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's interesting though, JD. Like the bathroom thing, because I, when I first started this podcast, sorry to to stick on the subject, but I had just pushed record, and as you know from when you first entered my little virtual room, I'm not recording. But I just had pushed record and my guest was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, go for it. Uh-huh. But like wore headphones and like, I was like, oh God, you know, I, I was, I could hear all the way mm, to the gotcha, door gotcha. and then thankfully did not hear anything else. But I was, <laughs> I was sweating for a moment. I was like, oh, please. It was like radio play. You could hear the footsteps going to the bathroom, the door closing. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. door closed and then it was like nothing. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't realize how much the mics pick up. I mean, I've had people, you know, tapping their feet, playing with things in their hands or something. They're like, oh, you can hear that. And I'm like, yes, it's been Every annoying day. me the last half hour. It's like, you have headphones in. How can you not hear it? They're like, oh, I just didn't think about it. It's like, okay, stop touching the mic. And you'll tell them too, you're prepping them. Like you're like, don't pat, don't tap the table. Don't shake your leg. But we're like, we're creatures of habit. So whatever we do, we just do it. Yeah, we do. I do have to allow for certain things, you know, not everything's perfect. I definitely went through a phase where I was like, stop touching the mic, get a little closer up on it. No, get a little, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, it's going to be what it's going to be, you know, and uh, there's a, there's some room for grace. Not everything's going to be perfect, you know, and I think people have gotten a lot more used to the imperfections then, you know, everything's sounding perfect these days anyway. So. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, do you think that, cause I kind of feel like podcasting has gone through this evolution of uh, in the beginning, we 
I, I, as consumers of the content, I don't know as if we were necessarily as picky, but do you feel like we've gotten more particular with what we want to hear, like in terms of good audio quality? You probably have always been picky, but I've noticed that I <laughs> have been. <laughs> what makes you say that? I just, I don't know, your attention to detail and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. your your care for the audio. But I do feel like it was, um, you know, I think you mentioned this in, in an article in the Westward in like 2016 and, and talking about how it is, this is a medium that's open to everyone and not everyone has an, an audio engineering background. So, you know, that that can vary greatly. And I I don't think I was quite tuned in in the beginning to good audio. And mm-hmm. now I, I can't even listen to a podcast that I feel like is less than my standards. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think um, when you get into it, you know, like you and I are right now, you know, I'm sure you listen to, do you edit the pods as well? I have actually two people on my team that edit because they, lucky. I know they enjoy uh, it. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think when you're listening to things, uh, all the time, you become more picky because you can hear things, but, um, yeah, I think to the average listener, they don't, they don't notice these things at all. It's just cause I'm so in it all the time and my, you know, got a professional, you know, esque headset, you know, things like that. You know, I'm going to pick up on more of these things than, uh, the average listener is. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's also another thing, just trying to like, let go of you know, a certain amount of control in that way. I think it only helped me instead of just getting mad at a guest for, you know, playing with the, their seltzer water and burping into the microphone. <laughs> it's like, that's just them, man. You know, let them do them, you know, even though I'm going to be hearing belch. it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> People love the ASMR stuff. So it's, you know, they part do. of that. They, they do. The audience will find it. You know? As long as it's like a soft belch and not a harsh one, it'll be yeah. pleasing to the ears. Yeah. And just a just a little mic tap here and there, just, you know, people yeah, are into I it. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. So, so for people that are interested in starting a podcast, because I think it kind of feels to me, and I've said this many times, but the world of blogging, like I just felt like there was a time that everyone I knew had a blog, and it's starting to get to this place where everyone I know has a podcast, but you know, it is, it's a lot of work and people can absolutely do it, but it, it takes time and to do it right. You need to go into it with your intentions, I guess, need to be pretty clear when you're going into it. So do you have some advice to folks that are thinking about starting a podcast or maybe they've had a podcast for a couple of years and they just need to turn it up a notch? Um, I think, you you know, pretty quick, whether you like having the conversations or trying to, you know, get things out of people, that sounds wrong, but you know, just the, 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 there is, um, sometimes it's a struggle to get someone to talk, you know, things like that. So I think you'd find out pretty quick, whether you enjoy doing that or not. Not that I enjoy trying to like get people to talk, but, uh, I enjoy having a good conversation. Um, and I think, you know, it's just like, I think it's like a lot of stuff, the, the cream will rise to the top. And the people who don't want to do it will fall off, you know, and, uh, you know, you just got to keep doing you and, 
you know, a lot of people are like, oh, what can I bring to it now? Like, why could I do it? And it's the same thing with comedy. I feel like, you know, it's like, cause it's your perspective and like only you're going to be bring what you, you know, your unique perspective to this thing. And so it doesn't mean don't do it. I mean, it's just, whether it's worth doing to you or not, you'll, you'll figure it out and uh, you'll keep doing it if you like it and you'll fall off. I mean, you'll not, if you don't, you know, um, just, you know, you just got to try it. You just got to do it. You know, doing things is how you, how anything gets started, you know, the journey of a thousand steps or whatever starts with the first one or not. And uh, yeah, yeah. Just try it and see if you like it. And, you know, I think you'll figure it out pretty quick if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, think anyone who's trying to make money out of it, it's not, you know, you're going to find out pretty quick. It's not, uh, maybe not the, the, the best route that way. Unless you are Dak Shepard and you already have a name and a brand built for yourself, right. it's near impossible to monetize. And even he has, he's like, a, has good conversations. I mean, he's like a good, uh, good guy to have a conversation. Good talks. I like yeah. listening to his podcast. The things that move to Spotify though, I fall off so hard because that's not my podcast listener of choice. What is you know, it? I, Are you? It's Apple Podcasts. Yeah. An Apple guy. Uh, you know, there's like a couple local pl- uh, shows that like never uh, got on Apple uh, podcasts in general. And I'm just like, dude, you gotta get on there. I'm not gonna let, I just never open the app. And at this point I'm like, I'm not going to do it. If you're not going to put on Apple, then I'm not going to listen, you know, yeah. to these local ones. And I'm like, you know, uh, you know, with Rogan, I fell off when he went to Spotify just cause I never opened it up as much. And I go, I go in ways in that anyway, but, uh, you know, any of the special two ones, luminary, I just downloaded that, that app recently, but I don't go to it as much. I'm like, man, I just wasted 20 bucks or, you know, however much the yearly subscription is. Cause I just never open it. <laughs> yeah, it it's hard to change habits. You can't, yeah, yeah. If you're used to using a platform, I'm with you. I've tried. I, I, I listened to Spotify. I use Spotify to listen to music, but for whatever mm. reason, I cannot listen to podcasts on Spotify. I'm still, I'm still. Yeah, we've got Apple patterns well. we're into. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got YouTube music, and that's that's great. Ooh. So my wife just flushed the toilet. So <laughs> that's what you guys are hearing. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Okay, and the, and the audio okay. engineers will get that wiped right out. Okay, well then. Don't worry. Delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Flush away. And, and I love when people are guests are like, can you take that out? Or just or when they assume you can do magic with the audio. Does that happen a lot? Oh yeah. They're like, JD will take that out. Like so well, the in uh the help or the drunk wedding podcast, you know, they're drinking, so they're saying stuff that might not <laughs> they might not necessarily want to be recorded. And you know, the guests will say something and be like, Oh no, I don't want it, my job to know or you know, to, the, the name of my company or whatever be out there. And they're, then they're like, oh, no, JD can just take that out. I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> can we back up a little bit? And you just answer the question without saying your, uh, the name of your company? Because, like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, that's always a funny journey. Well, that's the filter that you need. That's where it needs to hit in your editing. Just JD, right, yeah. you take that out. And then done. It's gone. That is the magic. Yeah. There's some sort of algorithm Can't do miracles. That. You know. <laughs> it is what it is. So wait, they have guests on their show? Yeah, yeah. The Let's Get Drunk Talk About Your Wedding uh, turned into them having guests on where they discuss things, throw a couple of drinks back and uh, talk about their weddings. And is this happening in your basement as well? Or are people well, tuning in virtually? New place, uh, it's our, it's our uh, office slash podcast studio, LHRB okay. Studios. Uh, yeah, my wife is actually going, she's going to a tech boot camp right now for Ooh. tech stuff. So she's in there doing work. So and I'm in the kitchen. So, you know, it, you got kicked out of the work. podcast studio. It, <laughs> yes, there's more for <laughs> office now. Yeah. But 
Um, yeah. Well, what was the original so, question? Well, yeah, I so was asking about guests. So, so could anyone come on the show? Like, are is it people they know, or are people like, hey, I want to come? I mean, out yeah. And, you usually start off with like, your network. Yeah. You, know, you usually start off with your network or who you know, and then hopefully, you know, through word of mouth, which is mostly how I've gotten any guest. Uh, uh, it's all through word of mouth. Um, hopefully, you get you know more and more guests that way bigger and better i guess as you go on hopefully but uh yeah a lot of it's just our friends you know talking about their wedding and that one's sweet because you know you see the couple and i love doing it in person you know nothing against zoom or anything but when the pandemic hit i stopped doing left hand right brain for a little while because we couldn't do it in person and i'm so a big proponent of like being with the person in the moment you know that's that's uh i think i i had a hard time transitioning and mm-hmm. uh um so it's nice to get the, the guests in and, you know, the, the, to see this couple talk about like, oh, yeah, I don't remember when you proposed or how you did it. Like, oh, no, I went this way, you know, and then you just see them like not fall in love again. But at the end, they're way, way more lovey-dovey than they were at the beginning. You know, they're, yeah. they're touching each other's leg or maybe have their arm around each other at the end. It's just nice. It's a nice, you know, that's uh, and I'm a, that's on my uh, barometer for like a good podcast with that one. It's like how into the, the each other the guests are at the end you know like that's a good love story or like that one that marriage is gonna last you know that is <laughs> super sweet yeah yeah that one's a nice one that one's like a nice surprisingly uh sweet podcast usually <laughs> yeah, yeah. we also have some divorcees on whoever's on are you married you want to come on the pod again we're always looking for yes that's i am married i would love to okay. come on i feel like it's kind of like marriage therapy honestly and it's been well, 20 years i could use a refresher interesting yeah that'd be yeah. fun yeah. In person, you into doing it in person. You can do it in person. Okay. Are Absolutely. you here in Denver? I'm here in Denver. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're gonna have to give specifics out on the podcast. Just well, <laughs> no, I'm I'm game. I'm ready cool. for it. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll throw that out to the ladies and see if we can um, get some booked. Sounds good. Yeah, it's, would your it, husband be into it? That's always the hard thing. Totally be into it. But okay. he's like spouse is hard to, a harder sell. He's tricky to wrangle. Like he's I don't he can like he's yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of comics, their spouses don't want to be on. So that's a hard one right there. You that's know. hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we would definitely do it. I, you know, it's interesting. My um, my co-founder at KitCast, so our, I don't even know if I told you this, but our company, we book folks on podcasts. Right, yeah, like, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's what we do, facilitate the conversations. But my business partner, he and his wife had always talked about doing, and not necessarily a podcast, but more like a, like a video of like for people as they're aging, like they're like their love story, like going back to where they met and and kind of talking about their entire life and almost having this, like this, this living document, this video of like their love should be so cool. I think that's sweet. And, uh, but people get so, uh, self-conscious about that stuff. It's so hard to get uh, people to just to talk about their lives. Oh, I'm not interesting. I'm not interesting. It's like, well, okay, then I guess we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, no, I had you on because I think you're interesting. And like, let's just talk about it, whatever, you know, but yeah, that's hard. It's a hard one. People say that all the time. They're like, I don't have a story. Everyone has a story. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. Like you just have to, as we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, like you just have to find it. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer and like leading people down the path and then, and then they start to open up. And I think that's the beauty of podcasts too, is that at the end of the conversation, people are like, holy shit, I have, I do have a story. 
I have a story. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's always a good, I know it's been a good pod where I'm like, I want to, I want to be friends with this guy. Like, I think we're close. (laughs) Like we're close now. We, we, you know, we trauma bonded (laughs) or whatever. Have you built friendships from the podcast? Oh yeah. 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 The uh, Paul Caroli, I met through a podcast and he's another, you know, big podcaster here in Denver, uh, did stuff with house of pod and he, uh, uh, produces uh, CityCast Denver now, but I met him. Yeah. Did he listen to a podcast I did and was like, Hey, I'm doing a thing on what you talked about. So you want to come on? And we just really bonded over, you know, how we love podcasts and stuff. And we, with John of all trades as well, we tried to start this thing called the Denver podcast network, you know, just got podcasts we liked on and, you know, again, that one didn't really go anywhere. Did nothing really happened with it. But you know, we I met some cool people doing it. You know, uh, you know, got some guests for podcasts. You know, <laughs> which is yeah. uh, not what it's all about, but it, I mean, it's a big part. It's a huge part. It's a huge part. We're actually in the house of Pod. Oh, that's where, really? Yeah, that's where our office is. We're here with Kat. I recognize that rug now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all coming back. Well, so when you say to- your partner, you mean Cat? Well, um, Cat, who runs a house of Pod. We are uh-huh. just sharing the space with Kat. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were actually talking about doing like a podcast, a Denver podcast dinner at some point mm. where we like invite people to the House of Pod, all the Denver podcasters, and just have dinner and conversation. That'd be an interesting bunch. Interesting It'd be bunch. a really interesting bunch. It'd be fun. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well... We're going to wrap the show, but I have, before we do, I have something that I do at the end of the show that I would like to have you do. And it's, would you play, would you rather? Gotcha. Sounds good. Yes, I'm game. Will you do it? Yes. All right. Okay. All right. They're pretty easy. It's not going to make you uncomfortable. At least it shouldn't. Um, I don't know. I feel like this one's pretty easy, but I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. Who would you rather take to a party, Dave Chappelle or George Clooney? I mean, Clooney would be, I mean, he's going to, he's going to be the center of attention. You're going to have good tequila. Sure. You think he'd bring some? I think he would. I guess it depends on whether you're a tequila or a weed guy, because Chappelle will definitely have a bunch of weed. Um, Mm -hmm. Although he's very divisive right now. So I don't know. It could be a little more of an uncomfortable situation, depending on what kind of party it is. You know? That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, I wouldn't say I've like, I've been in the same building as Chappelle after like a comedy show. He like did an after party at the old Tilted Kilt uh, yeah, On downtown. 16th Street? Yeah. And a bunch of people went after, after his show at Comedy Works. And, you know, he's just got a big posse. He's got a big crew around yes. him. No one, no one was like talking, a lot of local comics, you know, and I was just like a, a couple of years in. So I was like, oh, man, we're going to go hang out with Chappelle. You know, and it wasn't. You were hanging out all. with Chappelle. We were like in the same. Yeah, we were in the same building when we weren't hanging out. It was still all the the new geeky comics hanging out by themselves, <laughs> and then Chappelle was over there, fucking you know, holding court, and uh, you know, with his his posse. So, which uh, that's what I assume being at a party with Chappelle would be like. So I get Clooney, although I don't, I don't know if he'd be any. Uh, I don't. It might be the same situation uh, actually, but. Uh, Clooney less divisive. So I'd go with Clooney at this point. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I wasn't sure how you go with that, but um, who would you rather, as we're rolling up on this, do your taxes? Willie Nelson or Mike Tyson? 
I don't think it, they're both of them aren't known for their number, you know, their numbers yeah, game. No, that's why it's uh, tricky. <laughs> There's no I mean, clear I answer. Like, <laughs> right. I like Willie Nelson. He just seems like he'd be easier to get along with. Um, I've heard Tyson on a, on podcast before, mm-hmm. and it's just his his energy. I don't think I could handle. You know? He'd be really uh, mad about those receipts. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of receipts. Uh, <laughs> although I'm like the basic at H and R Block. I need the basic uh, <laughs> package. I'm not trying to do anything fancy with my taxes. So, uh, you know, I think Lily could probably knock it out with a uh, tax. What's the the tax uh, TurboTax software? Yeah, I think you could yeah. knock it out with TurboTax pretty quick. And he'd probably have a. I mean, I'd probably have a better conversation with uh, Lily. Far more enjoyable for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's a podcast question for you. Who would you rather cut your hair? Tim Ferriss or Malcolm Gladwell? I don't know Malcolm Gladwell that well. I mean, I've heard, uh, is it, he does like the mindfulness stuff. He's the revisionist history. He's done all the, he's written all the books. It's, he's actually very interesting. I actually think you would like him. You should, okay. you should check him out. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to check it out. But he did the takes name? these kind of complex topics and breaks them down and gives you a bunch of different perspectives to look at. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Right. Then I Tim Ferriss. Yeah, sorry. I was going to tell you some book names, but I'll, I'll send you those. Yeah, I've read The 4-Hour Body. Uh, <laughs> um, I listened to a couple episodes of his podcast. Again, that's a guy that's like, you know, he's like, oh, the optimal amount of <laughs> hair on your face, you know, for uh, productivity. I'd be like, come on, dude. I just want what looks good on me. I, I gave you a picture of Kurt Russell. I want you to cut my hair like that. I have a longer hairstyle right now just for the listeners. Uh, when I did go in last time, I did give them a picture of a young Kurt Russell. And I said, hey, you look like this. They nailed it. <laughs> she was like, yeah, the problem is you don't have Kurt Russell's face. Uh, that's the problem. <laughs> so, uh you know, I, I, I'm working, doing the best with what I got. And I don't think Tim Ferriss would necessarily, his attitude towards things is just, I couldn't listen to him talk about uh, the optimal amount of, you know, uh, why, why the temperature is it, the way it is in the room for uh, burning fat or something like that. So I guess I go with the other guy. Okay. Malcolm, I think it's a good choice. I mean, I, he, Malcolm has like kind of a wild, He's like freeform hair, you know, like mm, interesting. Okay. Tim's shaved bald. He just, yeah, he's like, I can't waste time doing my hair in the morning. Yeah. I have to be doing business. I'm like, okay, he's a, he's a, only that's a, a personality I can't, I can't mesh with. It's, it's hard. It's intense. I mean, he's got four hours a week to work. So, you know, right. Yeah. It's like, you got to indulge me with like a little bit of, you know, some fanciful stuff. <laughs> you would enjoy your time with Malcolm for sure. Yeah. We just talk about cookies we like. Yes. I'd imagine. I've been doing the, the thing with like brackets and like cookie brackets have been the thing. What's cookie your go-to brackets. cookie? Oh yeah. Like Oof. a, like a March Madness ty- style type thing okay. with cookies. I'm an oatmeal raisin. I know that that's Whoa. not like a crowd pleaser. I know. I'm sorry. That's, no, that's I like what I've got. Oatmeal. I, I would, I'd go, I, I've been, uh, this place called High Rise had this uh, oatmeal butterscotch cookie Ooh. and it was amazing. Well, that sounds I mean, amazing. You just got to get rid of the raisins, but I do love a good oatmeal. <laughs> so you're not a raisin guy. You're I'm not a big raisin the, guy. The butterscotch you know? does it for you. You could kick out the yeah, raisins. Yeah. And I like the texture that the oatmeal brings. You yeah. Know, that's nice. What do you think? Oreo versus Thin Mint. Which one would you go with? Oh, Oreo. I just, mm. I think, 
because I like to, I like the process of eating an Oreo. Like I'm a twister offer, you know, gotcha. I twist off one side and then I eat the inside and then I eat the other side. And so it's like a three-step process. Yeah. Yeah. You really. Thin mints like last. one bite. You just pop it in there. Just pop it right in. Yeah. It's not just fun. It's not eventful. There's no process to a thin mint. I like, I like the, uh, where your head's at with yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Thin mint Oreo. Um, Lately, I've been going Thin Mint. You know, Oreo. It's Girl Scout It's season. a classic nostalgic cookie. You know, you got to, well, I was actually, there's, I was going with the Grasshopper from. Uh, oh, from the, the Keeblers. The, the Keebler Elf. Yeah, version. Because it's a little more fudgy, less, uh, less minty. And probably less expensive. Yeah. And I don't like that the, the Girl Scouts, you know, they take it away half the year. Most of that's just scarcity. You know, I'm like, don't mm. force me to only, <laughs> you know, once a year. I don't want to buy 30 boxes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a couple. Yeah, I like that the the Keebler Elf's there all year round. You know, it's there for me whenever I need it. Unlike Constantly the girls making cats. cookies in those trees. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Do you think yeah. it's bougie to go to a bakery to get cookies? I do. Wow. Okay. I've been getting this a lot. There's a there's a bakery by my in, by my house that I go to, and apparently I'm bougie for this. I thought it was like homegrown, supporting local. I mean, that's where you get the best cookies. I mean, come on. It's well, what bakery is it? Maybe I don't. I just haven't tried uh, it. And do you remember what the bakery is called? I'm going to ask my wife. She's right here. What's yep. the bakery we get the cookies from? Oh, it's Italian something. Yeah, it's like Italian something. <laughs> it's like Italian, it's Italian viejo or something like that. <laughs> anyway, All right. Well, maybe that's bag. my problem. I need to check that out, and then I will not think you're so bougie. I guess... I don't know. I guess I haven't really been to a bakery in a really long time, but I definitely like remember the cupcake craze. And right. I was just now like, cookies are like the new cupcakes. Is that, that's what's happening, right? Yeah. It's Italia Vanola. Italia my wife Vanola. Okay. In Arvada. Uh, Lakewood, Arvada. It's okay. like right on the border. All right. Possibly gonna... wheat rich. Okay. We're getting into the weeds here. <laughs> I'm going to check this You'll out. Find I'll find You'll it. find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I could get, I could talk way more about cookies. I'm sorry. I get excited about it. It's probably all the sugar. Cookies are great. Cookies are great. The cookie face. They're yeah. the new cupcakes. They are the new cupcakes. So I guess like, you know, when you're like, is it bougie? Like I definitely thought the cupcake shops, like I was like, wow, $10 for a single cupcake. That's. Yeah. It's a little much. It's intense. It's a little much. You know, but I get it. Like, you know, you're running a bakery and you, you want have the best. rent to pay and people to pay and you want the yeah, best. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Cookies. All right. Yeah, cookies is where it's at. <laughs> awesome. JD. Well, that's it for our okay. episode with hosted. Sorry. That was abrupt, but no, I like, it. like cookies and we're out. Yeah, I felt it coming to a close, yeah. (laughs) Um, So we'll get this podcast dinner. Yeah, that'd be great. Dinner going in Denver, so we'll meet in person. And um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Hosted. JD, thanks for sharing your perspective with everyone who's listening. And we'll do this again. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Hosted, a podcast brought to you by Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. If you want to find out more about Kitcaster, about Hosted, find us on all of the relevant social channels and tune in to more episodes of Hosted. Take care.